Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran. So, a lot to get through in the programme. We'd love to hear from you. But first of all, we're joined by the newly elected Cahirlock of Wexford County Councillor, Labour uh, Party Councillor, George Lauder. Good morning to you, George, and good morning, Alan. Good morning to your listeners, and thank you very much. What does it mean to you to be elected as Cahirlock of Wexford County Council? Well, one thing I have a passion, one thing I have a passion for is this county. Uh, and everywhere I go and in everything I do, I like to promote Wexford. I like to pursue the Wexford agenda. So being elected by my colleagues to this position is not only a huge honour, but it's something that I cherish. Um, I believe that we are a county that has so much to offer, has huge potential, and are on the cusp of something really big in terms of economic development and prosperity. And if I can use uh, the role of Cahirlock to pursue that and, and promote that, that's exactly what I will do. In your opening address yesterday, you referred to the pandemic and how it changed the whole dynamic. What did you mean by that? Well, you know, suddenly we realised that when we had a massive issue to deal with, that government intervention and indeed council intervention uh, was required. And I was making the point that, you know, there there is a notion out there that all politics is bad, all local authorities are bad, public reps are bad, uh, and that's 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 a kind of a a, a peddling of, of stories here and there. But the point I wanted to make was that when when assistance and intervention was required, hmm. that the local authorities, particularly in the because I saw it firsthand at Wexford County Council, uh, stepped up to the plate. Uh, in the provision of the various assistances, in the administering of the various assistances, and were the go-to body uh, when we were in the middle of that crisis. Um, and I think, to be fair to the government uh, of of the day, they they performed very well. Uh, obviously, a few slip-ups, a few blunders here and there, but that we were we were operating on the hoof. But the point I was trying to make that sometimes we forget the importance of local government and uh, the COVID nineteen pandemic once in a 100 year global event really mm-hmm. uh, showed that the council were there as the go-to body uh, the local authorities right throughout the country but I can speak principally of Wexford because that's that was where obviously my main involvement was Do you reckon we've learned a lot from it then? I think we have I think what we have learned and, and I suppose particularly in the context of the housing crisis that we find ourselves in at the minute where radical intervention is required it can be done mm. uh, once the mindset is right. Uh, w- what we saw during the pandemic was that when intervention on a radical, extensive uh, nature was required, it was done. And I think that's something we have to bear in mind right. and be cognizant of when we look at crises that are that are facing us now, particularly uh, in the right. area of, of cost of living and in the area of housing. So what you're saying there is bring what we learned from the pandemic and bring it to, towards using similar tools to solve the housing crisis. Absolutely. We need yeah. radical intervention, just as we needed radical intervention during uh, COVID-19. We now need radical intervention to solve what is uh, a crisis uh, where people are, are being mentally tortured, where families are being tortured by the uncertainty of not knowing uh, where they're 
security of tenure is or or where uh, their home will be yeah. next year it's something that requires that same intervention that we saw during the pandemic I mean this is your first day in the job people are going to have to allow you time to settle into it it's a prestigious role you're 18 years in politics as we heard yesterday in the, in the chambers you listen a number of key issues so let's look at them you're, you're very strong on the technological university we know how strong you are on the services at Wexford General Hospital because you outlined it quite recently to me we're very very strong on, on uh, the MRI scanner and the 92 bed unit but when it comes to the technological university what's your view what's your stance I think the the establishment of the technological university was a, a crucial and critical day for principally the county of Wexford because we already had third level institutes in Waterford and Carlow but the county of Wexford uh, whilst it had the Carlow campus mm. needs a state of the art campus for a to be part a central part of that university many a large percentage of the students who travel to, to Waterford and Carlow come from this county indeed uh, as, as, as we're all aware I, I have three daughters who all had to travel away from Wexford for, for third level uh Education. Your own family is experiencing yeah. that uh, at the minute as well and will experience it in the future. The notion that we in Wexford, one of the finest counties in the country, one of the largest counties in the country, uh, have still to send uh, the vast bulk of our young people away for third level education is something that has held us back consistently. Uh, as I've said, we're on the cusp of, I believe, uh, great opportunities for prosperity. A linchpin to that and a key element of that will be the provision of a state-of-the-art campus uh, in Wexford to be part of a state-of-the-art new new university. And it's, it's going to call for a collective, isn't it, that everybody of all party and none get behind this to drive this across the line. Like, we had a detailed first hour yesterday. We'll hear more today. We'll hear from Fine Gael Deputy Paul Q after we finish speaking to you. And tomorrow, I believe, we'll be linking him with the Minister of State, James Brown. So it, it calls for a unified approach, doesn't it, to get this across the line, to drive this on. Yes, and to be fair, we have that. And we always have that, have had that. Uh, politically, there has been uh, unity across the board, across all parties. Mm. Nobody has tried to s- score points on this uh, issue because we know how crucial and how vital it is for the young yeah. people of Wexford in particular. So there is uni- unity across the board that this is uh, is required. Uh, you know, we've seen some difficulty in the past uh, and that's something that thankfully is in the past. Uh, we have a unified front uh, with Waterford and Carlow, uh, now the, who are now effectively abolished and are now the technical technological or the Southeast Technological University. Uh, so we have that unity of purpose. What we need now is uh, to secure the site, uh, to have the uh, state-of-the-art Wexford campus on a Did you year. identify the site? Uh, the, the owner of the land uh, made an approach to me uh, about two years ago uh, and I immediately went to, uh, to Tom Enright and the, and the wheels were put in motion. Right. Uh, now to be fair to the owner, uh, he has to get value for money, uh, what, what he considers value for money for his land. And, and the, do you believe he remains committed to it? I, I, I do. I mean, uh, at the end of the day, it's his, it's his property. Mm. Uh, we, as a public body, have a duty uh, of care to the public finances to ensure that we uh, expend, in terms mm. of money, what is right and correct uh, for, for the purchase of this land. Right, OK. Look, there are other issues that we'll get on can to. I, can I say also, yeah, you yeah. Know, there's been some mention about the tardiness of the role played by the Council. Mm. Uh, without the Council's intervention in this, this deal would be gone. Uh, it wouldn't be on the table. There are many technological universities uh, set up across the country. I would wager that the only one uh, in the country right. where county council intervention has been uh, required 
is this one. Uh, it's not the job of a county council to provide land for a, t- for a university campus. It's the job of the higher education authority, or in the case of, in the past, uh, Carlow, uh, in the case of Wexford. That didn't happen. Uh, we're now intervening to right. ensure that it does happen. And before I move away from that, I mean, what's your view on the, the suggestion that has been made that Waterford and Carlow both dragged their heels because they simply didn't want Wexford to get our campus? Well, I, 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 would, I quote my, my colleague, uh, my friend and colleague Brendan Howland yesterday when he said he doesn't want to put a, pull a sticking plaster off a, an old wound. But yes, there was tardiness, absolutely no doubt. There was heel dragging. That is in the past. We're moving forward. Uh, we're moving forward to, to a, a brand new unit with a brand new university. Let's move on to other issues now. You, you, you talk about secondary school places as one of the key points, which is uh, I haven't heard that raised for a while, but it is something that's going to raise its head again. Uh, comes at the end of uh, the summer season and, and people waiting with bated breath to know if their children have got into secondary schools. Is that still a huge issue in the County of Wexford? It is st- still a huge issue. I, I, I encounter parents under huge stress every year. Every single year, I know parents in Wexford Town who are sending their kids to New Ross. I knew parents in the past who sent their children from Rosslare to Enniscorthy. Uh, so it is a huge issue. There's nothing wrong with, absolutely nothing wrong with the education facilities in New Ross or Enniscorthy, uh, but it does take the children out of their social setting and it does have a, a st- very, very stressful impact. So that's, that, that's in the context of the local people involved, mm-hmm. the local uh, children who, who require places in, yeah. in Wexford Town. But if we look at the, in the context of trying to attract investment into Wexford, for instance, uh, if, if and when Trinity, well, Trinity Wharf will be is, is to go under construction in, in, the, in the coming months, the, yeah. the, the beginnings of it, if we look to attract new businesses into that and there are chief executives or there are workers who have to relocate to Wexford, yeah. it is, it, you know, we really have a duty of care to ensure that when they arrive that their family unit is not, doesn't suffer the same stress as so many other Wexford people have, have gone through as well. If a consultant arrives in the hospital and he can't get his child into a secondary school in Wexford, that is something we have to look at. Now it has improved in recent times. I know the numbers in the Loretta went from 720 to 900. That has helped greatly in, in, in the area of... And there's been developments around the county in schooling, Absolutely. isn't it? Gory yeah, in particular. Yeah. We, we, yeah. we have difficulties in Gory as well. In Wexford Town and Gory are, are the pinch points and that's, those are two areas that we really, really right. have to pursue and get right. Which leads me into what your role entails because you would have been Mayor of Wexford on several occasions. You're based here in the Wexford District area. Your role now is very much a county-wide role, which means that you have to take in the other districts, Enniscorthy, Gory, Camuckridge, Rosslare, Uras and of course Wexford. If you look at each of them, for example, you did identify a lot of them in your opening address. In, in, regarding Enniscorthy, what you see is there? Well, there's a, there's a whole lot of uh, developments. Uh, there's a booklet uh, which I have here with me, which is going to every house in the county, which is the Wexford County Council Economic and Community Investment Programme. There's 60,000 of these going to around the county to demonstrate to the people of Wexford, the people who pay their property tax to the taxpayers in Wexford, and to indeed everybody in Wexford, yeah. what, is, what the council are involved in, what's happening. You know, for instance, in Enniscorthy, we have an urban regeneration strategy for Enniscorthy Town. We have the Clonhaston uh, water supply upgrade. I'm reading out here from this do- document, the Enniscorthy Sports Hub Pavilion, the new AstroTour facility, okay. walking trail enhancements, Vinegar Hill Tourism and Heritage Upgrade. And a big, big issue that has to be resolved once and for all, and that's the Enniscorthy Flood Relief Scheme. The notion, the notion that Enniscorthy and its people would suffer year in, year out uh, with this uh, and ridiculous I mean, situation. Like, love them or loathe them, you have to admire them because Jack Sarones is the man well, for Jack's, me that is the champion of this. You know? Well, Jack Sarones is certainly... <coughs> certainly 
been to the fore in this in in in, in for, the man for many constantly years. brings it up and absolutely yeah, and yeah. fair play to him absolutely and and, and fair, that's you know Enniscorthy is his town and he has a passion for it and it's certainly something that Jackster does uh, bring up constantly uh, but it's something that we really really need to get resolved yeah. because it's it's prehistoric to think that every year a town like Enniscorthy the most historic town I would say in the country yeah uh, suffers this level of and, and all the other districts are focused in that leaflet so we won't go into it now but the leaflet yeah, yeah, is there yeah. and it's gone around the county that particular yeah, yeah, 60,000 copies. And uh, uh, look, we look forward to discussing all of this in detail with uh, the Chief Executive, Tom Enright, who has uh, agreed to come into studio yep. later on in the late summer, early autumn for a detailed chat about all these, and I look forward to that. Look, you recently told the Sunday Times that you would fully support an independent investigation into the Council's dealings with South East Radio for March 2019 to date. Do you stand over that? Absolutely. 100% I would support an independent investigation. I think this this issue has gone on too long. It's affected uh, a lot of the work that we're about. There are too many good things happening in Wexford for our local radio station and our council to be involved, uh, involved in this. I would absolutely support an independent investigation. And I'm absolutely certain as well that the manage- management of Wexford County Council would also support that in- investigation. There are too many good things happening in Wexford. We're on the cusp of really good things with Rossler, your report, for instance, the, the, the South East Technological University. Mm. We need to be focused on that. The relationship that the Council have had, had with this uh, radio station over many years is probably greater than any other relationship uh, uh, with a local authority in any other uh, radio station across the country. When it came to the in- intervention with COVID, it was South East Radio in alliance with the County Council and yourself, yourself, Alan, over the years who have played such a key an integral role in getting the message out to the people of Wexford. Right. And we, we just want that to continue. And I mean, I, I, when I put this question to you after one of the meetings that I was at, you stated quite clearly that you believe freedom of the press is paramount and there can be no interference whatsoever in the running of the press. Hundred, 110%, absolutely no interference uh, whatsoever. We have a job to do, you have a job to do. If we start interfering with, the, uh, with each other in that regard, we're at nothing. I believe, and yeah. I believe uh, everyone in Wexford County Council is, is of the same view as well. And before I move on from this subject, have you any idea how it could be progressed? Have you any thoughts on I, how it could I, be progressed? I really progressed? don't know. I mean, it, it, an independent it wouldn't be an independent inquiry if, if the council set it up. The, mm-hmm. There's no, uh, And it wouldn't be an independent inquiry if South East Radio set it up. Mm-hmm. So I think if there is a mechanism out there to set up and establish an independent inquiry, I would wholeheartedly support it. Let's get everything on the table for, for both sides and move on from this because there's too much important business to be done. A number of councillors, George, both on air and off air, have told me that they are deeply frustrated on, on occasions of the pace that things are done. Uh, and I'm not going to name them, but because some of them have spoken to me privately. Some of them have actually said it on this very programme. They go in, um, they're at the cold face of it, people come to them. You're one yourself where people come to you and they want to get things done. Mm. And the pace that it is done is very frustrating for them. Would you see that as one of the areas you'd like to speed along? Oh, absolutely. I'll go back to, let's go back to what we can learn from COVID. I mean, overnight overnight we shut down a country and overnight we, we almost opened up a country again almost overnight. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have and had had serious intervention and where issues had to be tackled and looked at, uh, they were done. Uh, I, like for instance I'm involved in, in Wexford Women's Refuge uh, we, we'll go to tender in the next couple of weeks uh, for, for a 5.6 million euro project but it's taken about four years or if, uh, even longer to get to this stage uh, there is there is a slowness and a sluggishness about some of the delivery of, 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 of uh, infrastructure but um, you know 
there's so much legislation to be gone through, so much, so many I's to be dotted and T's to yeah. be crossed when it comes to public money in particular, that uh, sometimes there's no way to avoid it. But in the area of housing in, in particular, we need a radical, radical intervention because we are losing a generation. That's strong stuff. I mean, President Michael E. Higgins said it was a, a disaster. Isn't that right there, the words he used? Do you, you yeah, agree with Yeah, I mean, I absolutely 100% agree with Michael D. Higgins. I've always been proud of him, and probably more proud of him than ever last week, when, as a frustrated president of a nation and its people, he intervened to uh, give a, a heart-filled, uh, uh, passionate speech in relation to this area that has dogged us for way too long. You fly the flag for County Wexford and uh, we are all human beings and I know family is very important to you. What did it mean to you yesterday? Um, to see them supporting you there and your two daughters, one one, two, a, one, of, your, one of your daughters actually in the, with your wife Yvonne yeah. and, and two of your daughters, one in Edinburgh yeah. and one in Dubai. That's right. What does that mean to you? Because uh, look like, at it, it's, sometimes we get the human element of this as well. It's vitally important. You know, it's, it? it's a wonderful honour uh, and you know, people probably... Uh, Families probably take this honour more greatly than 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 the individuals themselves. And your uh, mum and your late dad. Who, yeah, my, and my late dad would have been, I mean, would have been uh, probably yeah. uh, sobbing away in the background with pride. Uh, that's the way he operated. He was a Wexford man to the core. And uh, I remember the days we'd go off to hurling matches and he'd have his purple and gold crepe paper hat on and the sweat would have purple and gold streaks down his face and that was the way he yeah. was. Uh, uh, so, uh, and my mother the same. Huge pride. And your sisters, you better not oh, forget yeah. them. Pauline and, and Pauline and Wexford and Sinead in Wales. Uh, it was great to have the technology allowed my daughters come in. Uh, Ruth in uh, in Edinburgh and Sarah in Dubai and it was great to have Rachel there. Rachel is nursing so hopefully she's looking to get back to Wexford uh, mm. and Yvonne of course as well. So, it was. it's a wonderful proud moment as a native of this county to fly the flag for Wexford people, which I can assure you I will do with great gusto. Wish you well. You've a difficult year ahead of you. Thanks a million, Alan. Look forward to working but with you. But the county is a county that is full of fight, isn't it? Full of fight. Look forward to working with you and Southeast Radio long into the future. Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views.